Okay, this is Dave Worthen, and this is part two. So what is left is the nitty-gritty not confronted or discussed. And when I get with each person individually, what do you think they say when I ask them, how's your sex life? They ham and haw because they are so used to the eggshells. I acknowledge them and then ask them again for real. Come on, Ginger, tell me, how is it really? And then out comes the nitty-gritty. And what is this quote-unquote nitty-gritty? Well, you know, it's simply that last mile. It's that part that you want to say, but somehow you cannot get your voice to say. It's that part that your parents didn't say or your grandparents admonished you for saying. It's that part you couldn't say with your last partner. Or maybe you've never been able to say, see? But it sits there. It sits there as this roped-off area that you go over and over in your own mind, but cannot for the life of you communicate to your partner. And you know what? Your partner is the same. And each of you think if you take down that yellow tape that something bad is going to happen. So you keep that yellow tape up. The eggshells are strewn around 360 degrees. And you have a quote-unquote normal relationship and move along. Except this area that is not fully confronted grows. It has a life of its own. You know why? Because you keep looking at it. Lookingness gives life to not lookingness. Try that one on for size. You see, you look at this area and then bounce off of it like it says, restricted area, proceed with caution. This quote-unquote restricted area is the basic lie. You're not supposed to talk about that. And the that has been roped off ever since you can remember. Because in your upbringing, it wasn't directly confronted either. You may have had some talk about the birds and the bees or something like this, right? There are so many metaphors and sing-songy ways that this area has been discussed that when it comes time to talk about it directly, you're not even quite sure what language to use. You don't have that problem when it comes to doing dishes. And the crazy thing is this is not about sex at all. It's about your ability to talk about anything and everything without having any inhibition so you can communicate your ideas to your partner and get some understanding. Them as well. See? I mean, we could switch the subject to money. The wife says, Oh, my husband and I always get into an argument when we go over finances. I'm not bringing up my weekend trip to the spa with my girlfriends. No way. I see. Listen. Money as a subject has not money as a subject has got yellow tape, eggshells, and landmines. So you avoid it or walk around it. It's personal. Take down the yellow tape. The truth is, it's personal is some default setting you go to instead of confronting the truth of what you need to talk about. Just look at it. The very thing you want to communicate sits there not communicated because lordy lordy, we don't want to have anyone getting upset. Well, that's the craziest thing ever. You're already upset. You're just pretending it's quote-unquote really okay. I cannot tell you how many couples I talk to who tell me they have a quote-unquote good marriage or a quote-unquote good relationship like they are answering a good housekeeping survey or something. They're caught in this loop that keeps them from saying what it is when saying what it is is the only way out of the loop. It's all wired wrong. But here's the truth. Wherever your attention is, is a point of aliveness. Do you have your attention stuck on the washing that's not done or the washing piling up in the laundry basket? 
right. So anything you have cached, quote unquote, in your mind will pile up like your laundry. And unless you handle it, it will just grow. And when you don't handle it like your laundry, you begin to complain about your partner. Couples are quick to talk about the shortcomings of their partner. She's always too tired. Sorry, that's just a complaint and a lazy-ass way to assign cause to your wife or partner. He just wants sex. Sorry, that's a complaint and a handy one since you didn't have it in the beginning of the relationship. How to handle the bounce effect of undelivered communication. The bounce effect is when you look at the taped-off area and you imagine yourself telling your partner exactly what's on your mind. And then when it comes time to talk about the nitty-gritty, you look at it and bounce off of it. You hint at it. You lead up to it. You talk around it. But for the life of you, you cannot just look at it as it is and say, you know, when you start kissing me down there, see? I mean, this area is strewn with red lights and penalties and sirens. Listen, you just need to pull the trigger. You are confronting an area that you mistakenly think is an electric fence, except it's not electric, see? Every cell in your body says that fence is electric. <clears throat> it's not. And the proof in the pudding is when you confront this area and say, and say it, you don't get shocked. You actually get relief. Because this area of attention needs to complete its cycle of action. Like your laundry, your attention goes off of it when you complete its cycle of action. This thing, quote-unquote, or this area, quote-unquote, you want to talk about with your spouse or partner? Go complete that cycle. Yes, it can seem like a big pile of laundry, but that's on you. It's your laundry. But both you and your partner will feel much better. Because trust me, your partner knows you have something sitting there. Because they do too. Okay, I hope you enjoyed my podcast. Thanks for stopping by.